This is the MLW Radio Network. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go maybe? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Blackheart, the head honcho off the top roast podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here. OTTR headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever it is you get your podcast from with our with our latest last week of wrestling, after darts, under bosses hard taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show wrestling every coming soon so if you like what you've seen you love professional wrestling you love independent wrestling you love everything about wrestling just yourself give us a tune you know you will not regret it blackheart out Welcome to another episode of the Freeland 5 brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand. My name is Mike Freeland and as you know, the Freeland 5 is the top 5 stories that are trending right now on the social media and the various wrestling websites at this hour. Hope everybody's having a good Wednesday right now, getting ready for AEW Dynamite tonight, which should be a great show. All right, first stories coming out here, and this is coming from E-Wrestling News. Now, this story is with Stefan, Stefano Bricardi. We are going to be talking about Jake Roberts reveals his wishes for Cody Rhodes, the future, and more. Now, Jake the Snake Roberts comment on Cody Rhodes' future and what he would like to see next for him on the latest episode of the DDP Snake Pit podcast. Roberts, he said he first met Cody uh, in AEW, and he was the first guy he had a promo with in the company. In a quote, Robert said, I didn't meet Cody until AEW. I didn't know him. I mean, I'd seen him here and there. I'd seen him as Stardust. I remember seeing him with a horrible mustache. That was the worst mustache I had ever seen. It just didn't work out for him. That porn mustache did not work for him. Now, the legendary star uh, that will be very important in Cody's future also spent some time with his family. 
you know what? I think Cody should do what he wants. Spend some time with his family. He's a star. Whatever his heart desires, that will allow him to be around his child as much as possible. I know that I missed a lot over the years being on the road at the time. Nobody should have to miss those things that I missed. Nobody. Kids grow up, and they're the most important thing because they need you. They keep you young, you know? You watch them enjoy things that you did. Maybe 20 years before, you'd get the taste of some of that. I think it's important. Certainly, a strong family base is important these days. That's my desire for him. And Dustin, I hope he does whatever he wants to do and certainly deserves the opportunity to do whatever he wants. If I have a job and I'd love it, you know what? I just love going to work. I don't want to. I just want to love doing what I do. And that's what it is. That makes me feel the way I feel. I feel accompanied, aspired. Working makes me feel like I'm helping somebody out. I contributed to mankind in some way. Maybe moved a pebble or a rock or a boulder. It doesn't matter. I moved it. And that's when you accomplish things, man. So Jake Roberts definitely wants the best for Cody. Uh, Jake Roberts obviously is talking about being a family man. Talks about, you know, obviously how he didn't have that. Uh, all the time when he was growing up, a strong foundation with home. And to enjoy your job and enjoy what you do, but also not to lose track of what's the most important. You know, it's clear that Cody had a big influence on a lot of people in AEW. He was obviously one of the founding fathers who actually helped make AEW become something. Now, everyone is speculating as to exactly why he left AEW. A lot of us may never have the exact answer. Uh, he and Tony Khan both signed some non-disclosures that basically stated that neither one of them will talk about it publicly. But once again, it sounds like there's a huge outpour of support for Cody from a bunch of different people still with inside not only AEW, but the world of wrestling as well. Let me know what you think about these comments from Jake. It's uh, it's definitely a different Jake Roberts than we'd have experienced before. Jake is in a really good place right now. And I think with DDP, um, I think with the accountability crib, he has become somebody that I think he's proud of. And I think that's huge. And I'm so very happy for Jake because at the end of the day, Jake has been through so many different things. So, all right, let's move on to our next article. This is once again from eWrestling News. This is once again from Stefano Bergardi. This is Tony Khan. Tony Khan compares AEW buy rates to pre-WWE network buy rates. Uh, during his weekly appearance on the Busted Open Radio show, AEW President Tony Khan talked about the success of AEW's pay-per-view buy rates, and then he compared them to what WWE would be doing before they launched their network in 2014. Khan would say, I don't know if people know how significant the buys we've done for these shows are, but you got to look at these. For example, as far as the competition, before they stopped doing pay-per-views in 2013, at a time when it was arguably easier to get people to order pay-per-views or sit down and devote that time. But it is apples to apples comparison. Nine years ago, at similar price points, we're doing very similar sales. For example, just looking at before WWE Network came along, and in comparison to doing their pay-per-views, you know, we look back at the pay-per-views numbers we did, and they're very similar. We've done our last few pay-per-views, and that's been good, really good, especially for a company outside of WWE. Nobody has done the pay-per-view numbers that we're doing since the 90s. It's pretty great time for pro wrestling. He also talked about the Hardy Boys being signed. He says, right now the reactions that Matt and Jeff are getting are some of the loudest reactions I've heard in the business. 
It's three years of AEW, but it's been, I've been a fan for a long run and for a very long time. It's rare to hear things like this. Such a huge buzz for Matt and Jeff, you know, just like wrestling things. What's old is new again. Sometimes the simplest things are the best things. So once again, he is very happy to have Jeff Hardy in AEW. He's very happy about the buy rates. He's very happy about the direction that AEW is going in right now. Um, if you want to read more of this article, which is a great article on eWrestling News, also please follow and support Stefano Bringardi, um, Bringanti on eWrestling News and all forms of social media. Great, great article right here as well. All right, let's move on here. Um, there are some very, very interesting things that are happening additionally inside and uh, wrestling, especially some people are very happy. Some people are very critical. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, Thunder Rosa discusses the criticism of her title match with Britt Baker. So let's go ahead and let's take a look at this one. Newly crowned AEW Women's World Champion Thunder Rosa recently appeared on NBC Sports Boston 10 Count and commended that her goals as AEW champion and the criticism of her title match with Dr. Britt Baker DMD. Her goals as far as being an AEW champion, she says, I want to be a fighting champion if possible. I mean, when I defended the NWA women's title during COVID times, I was defending it. I think it was very important to bring something different to the table. And me, as Thunder Rosa, I can, I can say that. I would still love to do that. I would love to. If possibilities, I'd like to take it to Japan, defend it in Japan. If there's another possibility to go to my homeland in Mexico, I would love to defend it in Mexico. I think it would be really awesome. I've said it before. Kenny Omega was able to do that. I think that's time for us women to be able to do something like that, you know, be a fighting champion. That would be my dream, honestly. I always dream to bring this, especially the title, the AE Women's W title, to different places in the world it hasn't been seen. Um, on the criticism of her match with Britt Baker, she went on to say, everybody's going to criticize you no matter what. Even on Wednesday, people were criticizing, why are you, why are you guys fighting? Why? Why is there so much blood? Is it supposed to be that? Why are you guys so violent? What is this? What is that? It's like people are programmed a certain way that they've been programmed for professional wrestling for decades. And it's been a certain way of how things should be handled before. I can tell you, I read, a, I have read about uh, bringing the mariachi, and I then remembered what Brock Lesnar did with the mariachi band during his fun run with Eddie Guerrero. And that actually hurt me because they were making fun of the culture. On Wednesday, I represented our culture properly with honor and with respect because people were, oh, mariachi fun. It's like making fun of Mexicans. It's the same thing with women. We need to make sure that we respect women and we respect cultures. Um, you can read the rest of this. It's such a great thing. She goes into great depth about not only that, but the women's title, the women's division, uh, being a part of AEW. You can read the entire article. Once again, it's on eWrestling News. Uh, it's written by Ryan Clark. But Thunder Rosa, I think, is not only over huge with the wrestling fans, but I think from a cultural standpoint, an international standpoint, she brings a certain flavor that... I think AEW wants, they want a crossover appeal. And I think she definitely has that. So very, very interesting. Um, this one is coming in from Ryan Clark. Some people that have not exactly been given a spot on WrestleMania and 
Sometimes when people are given a spot on WrestleMania, they're not really quite sure what's going on. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, Kofi Kingston doesn't know what he's doing at WrestleMania 38, less than a week out. During a recent appearance on the Bart Winkler show, WWE superstar Kofi Kingston commented on Biggie's injury, his WrestleMania 38 status, and so much more. His comments as far as Biggie is concerned. Yeah, man, with regard to Biggie, those who don't know, he actually broke his neck a couple of weeks ago. And luckily, you know, I say luckily because, you know, he fractured his C1 and C6. If it was any worse than that, obviously it could have been worse. He didn't have any spinal cord damage. He didn't have any um, misalignment with his ligaments. He is moving around pretty well. All things considered, it's just a matter of time as far as his rest and recovery. Uh, he will not be available for WrestleMania 38, but for sure, I can guarantee you that I am on his WrestleMania 38 status. With regards to that, I'm going to be doing whatever I'm doing at WrestleMania. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hopefully, Woods will be back in time so he can mix it up with some of his tag team partners out there. But everything right now is up in the air. You never know what's going to happen leading up into a WrestleMania. That's why it's so exciting right now, because you really just never know. So, it's glad, uh, I'm glad, and I think a lot of wrestling fans are glad to hear that Biggie is doing better. If you follow him on social media, he's posted a lot of different videos showing how well he's doing, his spirits that he's in right now. But Kofi Kingston, former WWE champion, it seems like that was such a long time ago, and it seems like he's almost been forgotten in WWE. See, that's a big problem with WWE. They end up putting the strap on you, and then things just start happening. So it, it's sad. But once again, WWE does what WWE does. You got to continue, just continue to fight through it. All right, let's move on to something new. Um, this is going to be coming from Wrestling Inc. Ethan Page re-signed with AEW. He's very happy that he's re-signed with AEW. Uh, Wrestling Inc. is reporting, and this is Mark Middleton. Let's go ahead and take a look at this. Ethan Page has reportedly signed a new contract with All Elite Wrestling. A news report from Fightful Select noted that Page has signed a contract extension. Uh, he was previously signed with the company up until 2021. The deals to extend his contract was actually reached later in the year. Now, there's no word on the terms of Page's contract, but the deal will keep in AEW for multiple years to come. So, Ethan Page has officially re-signed with AEW. I think it's a good place for him right now. I think he definitely has room to grow. I think it'll be a positive thing for him. You know, we've seen that there's so many wrestlers that it took a while, but we have seen them come around, and I think it's it's good. I think it's very, very good. Mark Middleton is writing at this hour. Veteran pro wrestler now signs a multi-year deal with MLW. Veteran pro wrestler Davey Richards has reportedly signed a long-term contract with MLW. Richards recently spoke with Fightful and revealed that he had talked with several companies upon returning to pro wrestling in 2021 after taking a few years off, but he ultimately signed with MLW because he felt the deal was too good to be true. Richards was quickly offered a two-year contract extension after working for MLW. Currently has around 2.5 years left on his MLW contract, which expires in the summer of 2024. So very happy for uh, Davey Richards. Great wrestler, has a lot of mileage still left in him, and I'm happy for him. Something that I felt was really interesting here, and I'm not sure how many people saw this, but at this hour, another interesting article in the world of professional wrestling. J.J. Dillon and Kevin Sullivan faced off in court. Yep, it's not a wrestling gimmick, but it was on a court television show. Steve Harvey recently launched a brand new show right here. 
Now, the Four Horsemen manager and long-term leader of the Dungeon of Doom were recently seen on an episode of Steve Harvey's Court. They were arguing over, of all things, boat payments. According to both J.J. Dillon and Kevin Sullivan, the dispute rose over Dillon once loaning Kevin Sullivan uh, money so he could buy a $7,500 boat. Kevin Sullivan ultimately never paid Dillon back, arguing that it was never in writing and there was never a specified time for the payment to occur. Such, all these things end up having to be settled in Steve Harvey's Court. Ultimately, Harvey ruled in favor of J.J. Dillon, meaning Kevin Sullivan would have to be forced to pay the $7,500 he owed. In the end, Harvey decided that the court would pay Dillon back for the money instead um, due to the comedian's love of pro wrestling. So very exciting. If you'd like to find out more about this, uh, you can definitely check out Wrestling Inc. and Eric Mutter. Let's go ahead and let's talk about AEW Dynamite tonight. It's going to be starting shortly. Matthew Wilkinson is giving us a huge breakdown of what's going to be on the show tonight. Adam Cole's taking on Jay Lethal, Red Velvet versus Layla Hirsch, um, where Chris Statlander is going to be barred from ringside. Brian Danielson and John Moxley take on the Varsity Blondes. CM Punk makes his first appearance since defeating MJF at Revolution. MJF speaks for the first time since costing Wardlow the TNT title. Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia take on Silver and Reynolds. And Private Party, The Butcher and the Blade versus the Hardy Sting and Darby Allen in Tornado Tag Team match. Remember, Dynamite starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TBS. I think it's going to be a great show. I've heard through the grapevine that there is going to be more surprises coming AEW's way. In some ways, they're trying to counteract exactly um, try to get the attention away from them, uh, from everything that's happened with Cody Rhodes right now. So, so many different things. Those seem to be the top stories right now that are trending uh, in professional wrestling. Kind of a fairly quiet day when it comes to pro wrestling as far as the news that's going on, but doesn't mean that it's not still an exciting time. Guys, that's going to do it for the Freeland 5 today. Shorter episode than usual, but doesn't mean that it's not slam-packed with information to keep you up to date on everything that's happening in the world of wrestling. Until next time, I'm Mike Freeland. The world of NLW Radio.